This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. of Bad Ideas, episode 250. I'm Jim. I'm Jeff. Um, Blake. Uh, fortunately, Jason will not be here because we kicked him off the show, as we discussed last week. And in his place, we have special guest, Leah Remini. Hi, guys. It's great to be here. I'm so happy to be here. I got my wine. <laughs> Don't touch me. Literally, Leah is drinking wine. I am drinking wine. I do declare. Well, now she's southern. <laughs> I'm showing you. I'm showing you my acting skills. I'm now southern. I am a southern debutante. My well, colors are blush and purple. I screwed up that audition. I don't think I'm going to steal my New Year's remake. Oh, okay, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Jason is here. <laughs> I'm Kevin James. What's going on? Hey, guys. <laughs> Watch my new show, King of Brooklyn. <laughs> if you couldn't tell by the impersonations, <laughs> I am here. <laughs> and I'm drinking wine. I am drinking wine. It's very classy. My wife asked me. Some people would... drink wine classy, but you don't. <laughs> I got my pinky out. I pinky is sticking out. That is cl- that shows class. That is mm. class. Uh, yeah, uh, my it's wife asked fetch. Me... <laughs> What's fetch? It's not. It's not going to be a thing. Go ask three six five. I know you can be overwhelmed and underwhelmed, but can you ever be just be whelmed? I think I'm being feeling whelmed right now. Okay. Okay. My impersonations do that to a lot of people. They whelm me. Yes. Actually, they feel like they're whipping me. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. We are a quarter of a century there. Uh, Two hundred and fifty. Uh, I did not expect us to have 250 episodes, Jeff, when we started this. I figured the show would get to 250. I just figured I'd be dead by now. <laughs> I knew we'd get to 250 because that's the definition of insanity. <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over. But we're not expecting different results. No, we're not. We're not. 
Blake may, but I'm not. Why would we expect anything different from perfection? I don't know. That is true. It took us 248 episodes, but we got to perfection. <laughs> I feel like that's the thing. So you're saying last week was the perfect episode? 247. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go back and listen. Last week was perfect. So, Jim, you're drinking wine. What, who, what are you drinking? This is not wine. This is beer. That's beer. This I, I went away from... I went away from pulling stuff out of the back of your fridge, mm-hmm. and instead I brought a growler of Municipal Brew Works finest mm, Walterman uh, Blonde Ale. Ooh! It's a nice water, watermelon blonde. It's uh, it's delicious. I am drinking Mosland Ars Vitas. It's a Riesling. Ars Vitas. It's a Ars Vitas. I think I know. It's my wine. Ass life. I got it from Cincinnati. It's, it's a combination of English and Arvidus. It's a medium-bodied, well-balanced white wine, which has been selected for its crisp character. It's ideal for drinking with cold meat, salads, and seafood, or take it as aperitif. Yeah, because Jason doesn't drink wines of color. Really? Really? Down the hall. And you're the one that said white. <laughs> Anyways... So, anyways, what's going on, guys? Please, this, this is great. Great. Do you like the Thank you. They uh, were they donated a uh, brew tour this year for us at the expo, so we appreciate that. And uh, we had a hockey draft there, a fancy hockey draft, a couple weeks ago, and we bought lots of growlers. Yes, yeah, so I think he sold uh, four growlers. Mm-hmm. At least four or five. Yeah, he sold two to me. Oh, they sold mm-hmm. five. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we are now empty on those two growlers because Jeff came over for game night a couple weeks ago. And uh, I just kept drinking. Yeah, you're, t- you're blaming me. I didn't even have any. <laughs> no, not you. My wife and I did a pretty good number on those growlers. Um, but, yeah, so uh, any, did anything else uh, go on this week, guys? Anything exciting? It's episode 250. What do you got? Any ups? I'm drinking water with a little bit of lemon. Ooh. You're welcome. Ooh. I did that. I may have put some wine in there, too. I didn't. So maybe I'll be drunk when I leave here. Ooh. Jimmy ups. Uh, my up is a. I held on to win one of my fantasy football matchups this week. I withstood the onslaught that was uh, Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes. Man, that asshole! Who'd, who'd you beat? You. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you went into Monday night with who? Um, uh, Jimmy Graham. Yeah. And I was like, Jimmy Graham's going to get at least four points to beat me. <laughs> yep. How many did he get? Six. Six, so he beat me by three, okay. <laughs> there was nobody. Unfortunately, my team is either boom or bust, so there's nobody on my bench that would have helped me win. Need- yes, there was. Don't ask. No, 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 no. There was nobody on my bench. What, that wide receiver from Miami? What's his name, Wilson? Albert Wilson. Yeah, 25 points in your bench? Yeah, I didn't put him on. It's okay. I had- yeah, no one's going to start Albert Wilson. No. <laughs> Especially I- with Osweiler being the one throwing the ball. <laughs> well, he came in the second quarter. I, well, I, I started. Um, was it Daniel Hill was out no. before, oh, he was before started. the game? Yes. Okay, I did not see any football this weekend. I watched a lot. I know, because you were watching Superman the Musical. Get to that in a second. Um, I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, I did not watch any football, except for the last two minutes of Pittsburgh Bengals, and I really didn't even watch that. I was stopping by my parents' house, and I was like, oh, the Bengals scored. A minute and a half left, Pittsburgh won this. Too yeah. much time. I was like, they scored him like they left too much time yep. on the clock. As good Bengals fans, we all realized that's way too much time. <laughs> <laughs> he should have taken a knee at the one. Yeah. And then he would have been stopped on three straight plays. <laughs> <laughs> but then I could have at least kicked the field goal. And for then the why? Time. No? It was down 20 to 14. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, that's right. They put them up by one. Mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Could you imagine, if you go to our Twitter page, Jim has a good one on this. Not even the Bengals, Pittsburgh. Did you see that reckless hit on the Dolphins? Was that on the Dolphins by the Bears? <laughs> what, uh, when the guy brushed, the guy, when the quarterback threw the ball and it hit, and the defensive guy came by and hit his arm? Yes. Barely hit the quarterback's arm, and they called a penalty on roughing they the passer. Roughing the passer. He did it. Well, I, I had to watch you're it. You're not allowed to hit the quarterback's arm. I guess not. I had to watch that video three times for him to see what what he did. Um, I guess they, they thought he hit him in the head. Do they realize it was Brock hey, Osweiler? It doesn't yeah. really matter. you got to protect quarterbacks like Brock Osweiler in this league. <laughs> he know, does bring them tickets. You guys are just fucking preaching to the choir. I'm a Browns fan. I'm used to referees fucking people every week. So... There you go. Yeah, I'm sure because they really fucked your Browns this week. I mean, if it wasn't for them, they would have only lost by 15. No, the Chargers <laughs> fucked us this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. What is the Chargers? And receivers they can't catch. What is the Chargers? And How then are we they fucked winning? ourselves. And then the Chargers fucked uh, us. They got Melvin Gordon, future Hall of Fame quarterback Philip Rivers. Rivers, Rivers is decent. Melvin I will give you that. Uh, they got Keenan two solid Allen, running backs. Uh, the receivers can catch the ball in like some Cleveland ones. Hey, you know the the Chargers were actually a Super Bowl pick for a lot of pundits this year against the Rams. So really, yes. I, I'm not mocking the Chargers. Were, I just I'm just not. I wasn't expecting them to be that decent. No, they're really good. I know they are. Yeah. I also saw a lot of people well, picking Minnesota, and they've been awful. Yeah. They've been. Less than average. That's my son's favorite team. And um, it's sorry because he really liked the color purple when he was about three. And then really? He... You let him read that book? Yes. <laughs> it was a bedtime story. <laughs> and then Whoopi. And then Oprah. <laughs> and then he saw the series Vikings with Ragnar. <laughs> Ragnar. He said, yeah, I like this team. Um, but no, he's really grown into liking them a lot. And he was happy that they got a quarterback this year, even though Case Keenum did something last year. But... Ooh, sorry, Denver. So that's your football talk on Hobie. Yes. Uh, Jim, did you go to the game, Bengals game? No, I did not. I never go to the Steelers game. Good call. Um, <laughs> because the fans there are horrible. during that game are horrible, horrible human beings. Both sides. Both sides. Both I'm sides. not going to call out <laughs> Spitzberg fans for being bad because I've talked to some good ones there. I'm not going to say Bengals fans are good because most of the time Bengals fans are assholes because they're drunk and they want to start fights and the Pittsburgh fans... Go right ahead with it. So it's. I'm going to say I have not. Uh, I met one good Pittsburgh fan. That was Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd. I met one horrible one. That was Ian from the Pittsburgh Nerd. Um, so that was pretty. It was fifty fifty right now. Oh uh, wait, I think a uh, stork over at Besotted Geek tips it to the asshole Pittsburgh. Yep, yeah, that's true. But Mrs. Besotted Geek actually doesn't. Oh, doesn't. Okay. So it's again fifty fifty. But Peacock, or Besotted Geek is Canadian of the Year. That he is. Sweet. Floppies are coming up in December. Uh, we have now got it, and I'm not kidding, uh, three requests for people to come on our show for the winter uh, holiday episode. <laughs> so, so who, uh, who else? Uh, uh, Andrew just requested to come on Whoa. the show. Ooh. Oh, Andy. So Blake won't be able to make it? Blake won't be able to Andy. <laughs> that was straining order. <laughs> That's and the real reason why he wasn't at the comic no, expo. No, no. <laughs> Andy, Andy resisted the Hobie every time. Oh, boy. Anyways, Blake, what's your up? On a serious note, mm-hmm. I am very proud to say that uh, we and our listeners, those who donated, 
this past Friday, we presented to Easter Seals Talbert House a check for eighteen thousand dollars. That's for the Bowling for the Brave, uh, your organization. Yes, uh, from Bowling for the Brave. You know, pretty much almost a one hundred percent nonprofit, and uh, essentially we're for the. Third straight year in a row, we have increased our donations, and so hopefully next year we'll be able to uh, keep the increasing uh, the donation trend upward. And I hope that we'll hit twenty thousand next year that we can uh, write a check. This is what your fifth year, fourth year. Uh, well, technically it was my third year. Your third year, yes. Okay. Yeah. Your third year, but their fourth My year? My third year, but their fourth year overall, yes. Do you think it's the power of Hobie that does this? I think uh, the power of Hobie probably was responsible for a couple thousand dollars. We did get, uh, we did send out thank you uh, baskets to people. Thank yes. you gifts. Uh, there's two people that are still getting them. Very important thank you gifts. Yes. If you're a listener of this podcast, you will cherish it. Uh, two people, uh, reasons are several. And uh, Pop Culture Podcast, they're getting theirs uh, by next week. So I apologize. Uh, I needed their addresses, so it took a week. So I apologize. But yeah. they will be getting them uh, this weekend probably, actually. Yes, thank you very much. I, we really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, my up this week is, um, I don't know, uh, I saw Superman. The musical? The musical at uh, Cincinnati Children's uh, Theater of, uh, sorry, Children's Theater of Cincinnati. Uh, so I appreciate that. Uh, we had some really good seats. Uh, I do want to say that there, it was a great time. Uh, I took my four-year-old daughter, my wife, and my eight-year-old. Uh, my eight-year-old's been to several plays before in musicals. My daughter's was her first time. And uh, good news is with the Children's Theater, it was only like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, and even though I'm not a Superman fan, I did enjoy it. It was a very 1960s, George, 50s George Reeves type. And uh, Evan, uh, who plays, Evan Coon, who plays... Who's, who's George Reeves? George Reeves. Oh, okay. Shut it. This is my fourth glass of wine, so just shut up. <laughs> it should be fun. Uh, but yes, uh, Evan Coons, who played Superman, did a great job with it and uh, really enjoyed the show. Uh, so I do want to thank the Cincinnati Children's Theater. And uh, they do have uh, Santa Claus the Musical coming in December. Uh, Jungle Book is coming in, fe- in the February. Musical? I don't know if it's a musical. And then a new take on Sleeping Beauty in April. The musical? Ooh. I'm going to say they're all musicals. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yes, but, yeah, Superman was a good time. This was the first time my daughter saw a play, and uh, she really enjoyed it. So um, it was a it was a neat experience to see her actually. She was kind of, like, just aghast with it all. Like, she didn't realize what was happening, like, what was going to happen. Awesome. Okay, you once saw, would it be awkward for, let's mm-hmm. say, a 40-ish lone male to go to these? By yourself? Yes. I don't think so. Uh, by yourself, maybe. Um, you can hitch a ride with us next time. Just don't wear your priest collar. And... <laughs> yeah, that kind of reminds oh. me of the time when I went to see the Lego movie. I like, went to an uh, afternoon showing of the Lego movie, and everybody's there with their little kids, and I'm the 45-year-old man sitting in there by myself. <laughs> can we keep it laughing? Laughing, <laughs> because it was a funny movie. And these kids just didn't understand the humor. Did you see Batman Lego movie? <laughs> I did. In the theater? In the theater. By yourself? No, I was with Jim and uh, the intern hacked me. Yes. That's even worse. Three guys by a <laughs> middle-aged man. By yeah, that. but it was also a uh, later show, not like the matinee. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so yes, uh, let's keep it classy because unlike last week, uh, we hold the children's theater to regret. You know what? We should actually release a children's theater friendly version of the podcast. Oh my god! Edit out the bad things. Edit out and so what? Twelve minute episode? <laughs> no, actually, what oh, we should do bad. is take some of the live audio from Superman, and anytime we start talking about something bad or use a curse word, we replace it with their song Super- music. <laughs> so, uh, it would start. Welcome to the history of bad ideas, episode so and so. And then the music would start, and then it would stop and be like, Roger says goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kal-El. I'm stuck on a planet that's like hell. That's actually pretty good. I was in the Bible. That's pretty good. I like it. Thank you. It's no blush and bashful, but, you know, that is Leah Remney. <laughs> I do declare I am going to be in Steel Magnolias. My son can lift a truck, and I got to say, what the... Uh, actually, his dad was not in it. He, his dad oh. did not die because what? of a tornado. Just stay there, son. Don't, just let me die. No. I'm going to die, but you could save me, but we'll just let that happen. Uh, 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 of ice. Henry Cavell are officially out uh, as of today. And it's very and nice. Superman. And Flash the movie got pushed back to 2021. Oh, I thought they were canceling it. Nope. Uh, they said their script wasn't good enough. So they're still writing the script. So that, why, why didn't that stop them for every other movie they did other than Wonder Woman? Because <laughs> they couldn't get James Gunn on board to write it for them. Ah. He's on Suicide Squad, too. Uh, that's it. Talk about that later. So Flash is moving very slowly. Ah. Oh, I see what you did there. I, I didn't. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, yes, thank you to Cincinnati Children's Theater. And, uh, yes, so... Hello, uh, my baby. Hello, my baby. Uh, you still can do monstrous uh, pre-orders from Greg Wright. Uh, Order them now. Source Point Press. Uh, please give them a uh, look up them. Uh, monstrous. We'll have a link on our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas. Uh, also, uh, a couple of things here. Nerdly. Uh, we are Nerdly. And... Uh, .co.uck. That's right. .co.uck. Good day, governor. Hello, Vega. Cheeky. Cunt. Oh, it was me. I'm sorry. Jim, anybody? Um, Cheeky monkeys? Oh, it's for Deutschland. Wanker. Keep getting that wrong. wrong. <laughs> Wanker. Uh, anyways. Have a good day, Mom. That's Jamaican. Oh. <laughs> I do declare that's made Jamaican. Uh, anyways, uh, nearly, uh, they will have my Black Lightning episode two review up this week. Uh, it comes and uh, shut up, Jim. I love Black Lightning. Still sucks. No, you suck. <laughs> That's my official take. You suck, Jim. Uh, and also, uh, I will be reviewing Halloween, and that will be up on Friday, the new movie, uh, for, uh, the Michael Myers movie. Is uh, I'll be there Thursday night. So I'll Still be, uh, sucks. <laughs> I hate you. Let me well, guess. That's why you don't have to use different words for all your reviews. No, my reviews are good. Okay? Let me guess. It's- Jamie Lee Curtis survives, and Mike Myers goes and starts Wayne World. Ooh, that would be fun. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. Look it up, kids. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so there. Uh, so, look at nerdly.co.uk this weekend. Oh, this week, sorry. And uh, anybody watch any other TV shows this week, the new ones or anything like that, for the new fall season? We talked about it last week. I did watch some of Single Parents. Oh, did that get better? It is not god-awful. <laughs> I That's won't say it's the great, but it's not god-awful. Toby says not god-awful. Uh, I've officially given up on Murphy Brown. Oh, did you? How yes. many episodes? Three? Three. Would they all talk with all anti-Trump? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, oh. I mean, 
And even just regardless of what the politics are, it was just the, the script and the acting. Was no, so I mean, good. there's so much more you could do. Do you want a TV and show or do you want a pontification? Yeah, it, we already have all those shows uh, in in the evenings. Like yeah, they're called late, late night. night. Yeah. Uh, do, do you did you watch anything else? Anything new? Did anyone um, watch New Amsterdam? No, I heard really bad things about that one. Well, isn't it TV's number one new drama on Wednesday nights at ten a at ten p.m. <laughs> uh, the Rookie starts tonight. Uh, I take that. I'm not expecting high hopes, but I like Nathan Fillion. Uh, I'm also <laughs> looking. Uh, I, I like a forty year old Nathan Fillion too. Unfortunately. Season one of Castle was seven years ago. <laughs> Nine. No. Uh, I did. I watch, don't get it. I did watch Riverdale. Loved it. First half hour was awful. All right, moving on. Still sucks. Second half, great. Uh, I did watch All American. Uh, that was decent. Do I know what that is? Uh, it's about a kid uh, from uh, a bad part of the neighborhood in California. Uh, he gets recruited to play high school football at Beverly Hills uh-huh. as a fish out of water. It's actually based on a true story. True story. I think the coach that recruits him is actually his father that he never met. I think that's the the twist. Ooh. And if it is. But it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be a typical cliched one. Uh, like, you know, teenagers and draw. It was decent. Um, it was not bad. <clears throat> and then uh, I did see Million Little Things. I saw two episodes of that. Did you see that, Jeff? Yep. Are you caught up? I'm caught up. Okay. I've, We're did, one episode behind. Did you cry? No, I didn't cry. Okay. I was very upset Ron Livingston wasn't in it long. Well, he did die. I know! Spoiler, I haven't seen it. It's the first episode, first five minutes. And that's what the whole story's about. I haven't seen it. (laughs) Uh, Did you like it? I like it. I'm going to continue watching it, at least for the time being. My wife and I really enjoyed it. Uh, Number one fan, Doug, has some issues with it. Yeah, he tweeted at me on some of these. Well, that's because he's seven. My brother, (laughs) Dundee Pains, is... (laughs) Uh, let's see here. Uh, he said, it's trying too hard for an emotional reaction. I want to like it, I just can't yet. Durr, it's a television drama. <laughs> and he said, the dead guy is way too good. Yeah. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot more. Well, he tweeted at me and said, "If this this seems to be like the greatest guy in the world, yet he meets the, his only friends on an elevator I mean, what happened to all his... If he's so great, wouldn't he have friends before this? <laughs> he killed them. Said, yeah, he killed them all. And then sabotage that elevator just to meet these new guys. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I do think that he has a lot of shady real estate dealings. I think that's what's going to come out. Um, let's see. Uh, his reviews. This is uh, number one fan, Doug. Real quick. Watch Single Parents. Uh, last week's episode was the best episode. Yes. The kids are much better characters than the adults. Uh, I've watched Magnum, Single Parents, The Cool Kids, and A Million Little Things. Magnum is probably the best, but none of them are must-watch. So there you go. Um, and then we got some other reviews, I think, later on, too. Um, but yeah, A Million Little Things I was pleasantly surprised by. Uh, J- Jim, are you watching Mines? Did you get caught up or anything? Not yet. I okay. wasn't home a lot the past week. I'm so. two episodes behind. I really am still enjoying it. Really I think it. I will, but I'll probably end up watching like six episodes at a time. The problem is they're like an hour and 15 minutes each, hour and 20. Yeah, that'll be my next Monday. Good good call. <laughs> good call. Uh, I am caught up on Flash. Um, that was quick. Ah! I don't get it. Uh, he's still not the fastest man alive because now his daughter from the future is in there and his stop is there. What's her name? 
But he'd still be the fastest man alive because she's a female. That's true. Oh, oh, he's got you, semantics. I didn't watch last season, so I just jumped back on and I was fine with it. So he's a season behind. No, ah, no I'm okay. Uh, and I really liked, uh, I, I got Arrow on DVR. I haven't watched that one yet. I'm intrigued just because he's in jail and supposedly the prison uh, storyline. I'm looking for. Are you going to show flashbacks to five years ago? Oh, I know. When he comes just, back to uh, season three, they're going flashback to season three. <laughs> Remember when Felicity did this, <laughs> or when we broke up again? <laughs> Every time. Uh, anything else you guys got? They're going to have clip shows. <laughs> so essentially, yes. Yeah. So it's come to this yes. <laughs> A clip show. Uh, let's get to the uh, poll of I'm, the week. I'm upset at Dos Equis. Why are you upset at Dos Equis? Because they've come out with a pale ale. What's the pale ale? Exactly. Why do Dos Equis have a pale ale? Because Dos Equis is a lager. No, why do they have a pale ale? Because they're jumping on the bandwagon. No. Is that an IPA? It's a pale ale. No. It's a PA. Would you be more upset if they did an IPA? That's my next disappointment. <laughs> What's down. your next disappointment? Go ahead. My next disappointment for the week. What's that? Oh, uh, Google. Okay. Would you like to expo- expand on that? No. <laughs> no just fuck you. Just no. <laughs> no, I, uh, Google employees, uh, having Google pull out of the Pentagon's Jedi project because they didn't want to use their technology for military purposes. Yes. However, they're perfectly fine and acceptable in helping a totalitarian regime create an Internet that suppresses free speech and quashes human rights. Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. <laughs> it's China. It's allegedly. Sure. Down the hall. Whatever. Hillary Clinton's got a podcast down there. She's not doing anything else lately. It's Google, comrade. Well, can we talk about Stormy Daniels and her lawsuit got shut down and she uh, and she has to pay Trump's lawyers? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funniest thing I saw about that is all the people that are paying Stormy Daniels. Now all their money goes to pay <laughs> Trump's legal fees. <laughs> fund me, go fund me, Paige. going to go pay Trump. <laughs> Oh, down the hall. What the fuck world do we live in anymore? Well, I don't even know. It's not called a horse face on Twitter. <laughs> this is what we've become. It's not going to Trump. It's just going to Trump's lawyers. That's different. And they really did a good job because they got the case tossed. I don't even care if it's Trump, if you for or against him. We don't care. It's just the president is literally calling a porn star horse face. <laughs> Didn't if you're going to didn't do just it. pay to have sex with her? <laughs> if you're going to do it, at least call Sarah Jessica Parker in, okay? <laughs> yeah. oh. Maybe that's who he was talking about. Maybe. <laughs> My God. Maybe he thought I don't even... she was Sarah Jessica Parker and he didn't remember having <laughs> sex with her. I just like Brett Kavanaugh. I'm going to be impartial. Okay, why are you yelling at me still? <laughs> I'm going I'm to do it. <laughs> I'm going to be impartial. I'm like, all oh, you damn Democrats who don't know what impartiality means. And give me more beer. I like beer. I like beer. <laughs> now, honestly, though, are you going to vote for a Supreme Court justice that likes beer or not? <laughs> I didn't have to vote for one that likes beer. And women, apparently. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, down the hall. <laughs> I just like how Trump had like I don't even know it's like yo 
are going to have a TV special about him being sworn in. What the fuck is this? A very special episode of Family Ties? I mean, come on, people. <laughs> well, he wasn't taking speed pills or anything. That's come right. on. There's never enough time. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I like beer. <laughs> <laughs> See Brett Kavanaugh uh, <laughs> say by the bell now <laughs> in Jesse's role. <laughs> Zach has to comfort yes. uh, Brett. Uh, Zach Morris is true. What the fuck happened to our world? <laughs> this might be four lines ago, but what the fuck happened? Oh, I'm depressed. I need to drink some more beer. <laughs> this might be a very drunk episode. I'll join you. Uh, moving on, Twitter poll of the week. <laughs> you know, find us at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. We had what's your favorite tabletop game? We got a rel- lot of good reaction uh, responses to this. Uh, yeah, we had Ticket to Ride, Settlers of Catan, Dungeons and Dragons, ooh, ooh, ooh. and other. Other. I really think we should have made a deal with Jason that if uh, Dungeons and Dragons won this poll, he'd have to sit down and play with us. I would, but you never invite me. I think we've invited you every single time. <laughs> I've been busy. Uh, you yeah. had, had to do his hair. I was just going to say that. <laughs> just going to say that. Uh, in last place, ten uh, percent vote. Settlers of Catan. Yeah, I didn't like that game. I like the game, but there's other games, better games out there. With actually 16% of the vote. 16% or 15 actually. No, yes. 16. Uh, it was updated. Oh, 16% had wood for their sheep. No. <laughs> it's not Borderlands or whatever you play. <laughs> no, Settlers of Catan is where you trade. Yes, I know. <laughs> it is a very popular game, but I don't understand why. It's like Farmville, right? Yes, it's just like Farmville. <laughs> yeah, Jason. Matter of fact, Farmville is just the uh, ver- a version of that for the, version. for the phone. Yeah. Uh, 16% of it had tickets to ride. 23% had other. We'll get to those in a second. And 51% it came is, down. Is it, is it not fair to put a category that's other? No. Because people may like other ideas. Yeah, but Dungeons & Dragons still kicked the crap out of other. Oh, 51%. <laughs> I was actually very surprised that I got that many. Not that it would have been popular, but I was very surprised it like ran away with it. Uh, I thought Sailors of Catan would actually get higher. No, well, Joe Manganiello got on and voted for Dungeons & Dragons. Thank you, Joe. Good job, Joe. About 17 times. He's got a bunch of fake uh, <laughs> Twitter accounts and everything. Yeah, suck it, Jason. Vin Diesel got on and voted for uh, Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Ticket to Ride is my favorite game of the tabletops. Um, is that where the one vote came from? No, we actually got a decent amount. I, was, I wasn't allowed to vote. I made the poll. Uh, let's see. Besotic Geek had Pandemic. I like that game. I like that game. Yeah, you guys liked it, we didn't you? We played that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I supposedly caused the outbreak every time. You did. I do. You were the one that flipped over <laughs> the did. card, and it's every single time. Randall Holt said, does Trivia Pursuit count? Does now. Damn straight it counts. It was uh, other. Nikki from uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Our favorite Kiwi said, we are playing two D&D campaigns at the moment, but my heart belonged to Zombicide, and I even play it alone. I've never played Zombicide. Is she our favorite Kiwi, or did uh, your new best friend... Manu Bennett. Mm. Nikki always has a place in my heart. Uh, good to know. Kia you, or, you, you notice how he didn't answer the question. Virgin <laughs> <laughs> the Geekdom's podcast. I'm on to. I'm on the Vampire the Masquerade train myself. I've played that. I have Is not played fun? that yet. Yeah, it's it's a role playing game. Yeah. Oh, so for a minute I thought he was training himself for the Vampire the Masquerade. No, he's on the train. Yeah. Oh, he's on the Vampire yeah, Masquerade yeah. train. 
Uh, Farside Podcast says Vampire the Masquerade is amazing. I think Farside yeah. Podcast is they just read Farside comics all day. I really? Have to no, I'm not. No. Kidding. But that's no. a good idea. Actually, actually um, they they describe the picture because yes. it's a podcast. It's a deer. It's a little kid pushing on a door. <laughs> the, the sign says pull, and the sign above the door says Midvale School for the Gifted. <laughs> I don't get it. Could you be more descriptive? Uh, that that's the kids yeah. wearing glasses. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Uh, uh, the, uh, I don't the, get it. That's my catchphrase now. Sorry. Yeah, Vampire the Masquerade, for the past number of Gen Cons, actually had uh, booths set up mm-hmm. so you can join the games. And they got Vampire the Masquerade uh, games going on literally almost every night at Gen Con. Huh. I've never played it. So I suppose they're that's like they're bringing this back or something, and it's the new big thing? Oh, it's, it's always been there. Well, I know How long has it been out? And what's really... Since- the early 90s really what's really neat is i think uh, a lot of people that that run the uh booth actually have like the permanent incisor vampire teeth oh oh well i'm a little Cosmet- that, that, cosmetically that, that's a little going a little too far uh no, that's that's serious cosplay it's, it's fun <laughs> sean finley had a uh, candy land <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Sean. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Intern Hackney, Hackney had Chardy McDennis. That is an uh, excellent uh, game uh, to play. Intern Hackney, Hackney wins the poll. That but is I, from I Always Sunny in Philly. But I can't find a good rule set for that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have to be in a cage? <laughs> no, no, that's if, that's just if you uh, break the rules. Oh, that's right. And you have to be in the cage to eat an entire cake. <laughs> Not no no not a baked cake. All the ingredients to a cake. <laughs> uh, Nerdy bitches had betrayal at the house on the hill. I was okay with that. It's not my favorite. No, it's one of my favorites. I love that game. Uh, it, it, the biggest problem with people I know who complain about that game is they want a game where you like you're, you're trying to win, and this is just a game where you're having fun. I don't like it because I was stuck in the basement. Oh, that's why I liked it. My wife pulled the elevator up, and I was the bad guy, and I couldn't go anywhere. And everybody got out of the house. <laughs> I'm still in the basement. Yeah, he was the betrayer and couldn't find his way out of the basement. Uh, Genie of Hobie. All the choices are great. I do like Battle Wizards, though. I've never seen that. Uh, well, there's a lot more to the title of that game. Is there? Oh, man, now you're going to make me look it up. Uh, Izzy Fisher Kondrick had It's Trouble. Always the game Trouble. It's any problematic trouble. games are, are fantastic. Yeah, any, any game that has a bubble in the middle of the board for dice, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, oh, we Sorry. need Popomatic D&D. <laughs> uh, Brian Hour yeah. had uh, Battletech. And I asked him, I was like, not be a smartass, but is it still around? And he said it is coming back. A little bit. He said there's they've really gone through a lot of changes, like a lot of different companies bought them. Yes. Uh, but they are coming, trying to come back. Yeah, the, it, it is kind of interesting. Now, I could go into a long explanation, but yes, that is true. But uh, the, the, the Battletech miniatures and that's mm-hmm. come and gone and all that kind of stuff. A new company just bought them out. And so do the they old still do stuff miniatures? had. Not in the current form, but I think they're coming out with something different. It's going to be more like a card table okay. game. I was just wondering thing but i loved BattleTech on the computer you know when you're running that. around in your mech and all that kind of stuff it was pretty cool i remember that uh dvd lowdown had i wrote one called superior wars superhero based d20 yeah it's Look like you go yeah it's like superhero D basically third edition uh phantom of the pines had D is an all-time favorite but cards against humanity is freaking hilarious unless you have your father-in-law playing with you he says i don't recommend it when the little ones are around now hey, or, or, your your <laughs> or your father-in-law <laughs> or your father-in-law what's a glory hole blake <laughs> oh god 
Uh, Jeff, did you get it? Yeah, as soon as this picture comes up. Go on. It is the epic spell wars of the battle wizards at Mount Skull's Fire. Too long. Battle wizards is, battle wizards is correct. Change approved. Change approved. Thanks, Jeannie. <laughs> Heck. You know what that sound means. Uh, you need a new piece of paper? No, hold on. Is it time for... I don't know if they can hear you tapping your phone. Don't oh. encourage. Sorry. What time is it for, Blake? It's time for the bomb listener feedback. Read off my iPhone. Sponsored? By the point zero one eight percent Moving on. <laughs> We're going to start off. By Stormy Daniels. <laughs> legal team. No. no. Okay, sorry. We're going to start off with... That one guy. No more fan Doug? Formerly known as? A-Pans. Can you give yourself a nickname? Seven. I wanted it to be called uh, The Hammer. Yes. You know why I couldn't? Because you can't give yourself a nickname. nickname. There you go. That's right. Phillips had a screwdriver? All right. So, uh, reading off my iPhone because somebody couldn't print me out. Hackney! Exactly. So, Doug says... Who is the early front runner for Canadian of the Year, eh? This is a tough call. Who do we got for front runner? Well, Hackney did buy me the sweatshirt. Who's nominated? <laughs> he is a... We don't even have nominations yet. Do I? Ah. But there is some early rumors. Is this uh, an early yeah, um, I think an early front runner is Dr. Number One. Really? Well, he told me uh, he would uh, send a bunch of uh, bribes my way. So. Ooh. Uh, Besotic Geek is trying to do a uh, follow-up. No one's ever done it two years. Or, yeah, they have. Uh, so he's <laughs> Didn't Nickel get three years in a row? Yeah, two and a half. Uh, <laughs> I think Hendo is back. I think he wants it. Uh, I think Pop Culture Podcast is looking at it. Uh, I know Grim Horror has done a great job. Uh, he always uh, you know, promotes our show, so I think that might be up there. Uh, wait. Nikki, I think, uh, wants to know if uh, people from New Zealand are eligible. Uh, yes, the, uh, we are doing a new category this year. New Zealand of the year. It's the Kiwi of the year. Kiwi of the oh. Manu I... Bennett is one of the options. <laughs> uh, Heno is another option. Uh, Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd. Uh, and uh, Scab Jeff. Scab Jeff. That's not going to happen. Uh, K- Nikki is up for Idahoian of the year, because everybody loves a good Idaho uh, re- resident. Did you just call her a hoe? No, I called her an Idahoian. <laughs> Never mind. What She's up for Brit of the Year. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Uh, so anyway, so yes, uh, Emily Blunt's up for uh, Brit of the Year as well. Just want to let you know. Is uh, that five Mrs. years in a row for Emily Blunt? Mm-hmm. Mrs. John Krasinski? Mrs. Uh, Jason Brigger. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, I do declare that uh, we will be having our uh, nominations come out soon for the Floppy Awards. November, they come out. Middle of November, so be ready. And then our December episode where we get drunk and talk is in uh, December. What's, that, what's different than that from a regular Tuesday? We have about nine people on the show then. <laughs> we have nine drunk idiots instead of four. And we get chili. Uh, what else we got? In, in electronic smoker meat? Fuck you, you're not getting that anymore. <laughs> nope. I never got it in the first place. No, you're not getting it. That's anything. what she said. Oh, uh, what else you got, Blake? <laughs> Herpes. 
Speaking of uh, nominations for Idahoan of the Year, mm-hmm. Idahoan, <laughs> Nikki, was there enough of Archie's abs in the season premiere of Riverdale for you, Jason? Uh, yeah, uh, I think he was uh, shirtless 90% of the episode. I approved. I approve it. He is a good-looking man. Good for him. Was very Couldn't hot. be that good-looking. Isn't he a ginger? He is a ginger. But it was pretty good. Certifiable? I don't know. I never <laughs> see if the carpet matches <laughs> the drapes. I, so it was like, is Neighbors one of your best movies? Because Zac Efron walks around without a shirt on. Ooh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I do love Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go ahead. What else we got? Uh, next, from um, the next um, Utahoan no, Canadian. nomination Canadian. of the year. Oh, Canadian of the year? Yeah. Beside a geek ad, beside a geek pod, will the chilling adventures of Sabrina be as good as Riverdale? I don't think it could be as bad as Riverdale. I know. That's a hell of a lot to live up to. If it's if it's at the same level of Riverdale, then it will fail miserably. Riverdale is great. Uh, I don't know. Will Sabrina spend most of the time shirtless? It is Netflix. They don't have any rules. Hmm, Let's, do Let's do Who's it. Let's do it. Playing Sabrina. I mean, I'm only looking at her abs. No, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I want to know. Uh, I, I hope it is. I will be watching Sabrina this year, and uh, I like that I can binge watch them all, so I'm excited about that. You so, love your binge watching. I do. Not as I much do. as I do, because I can watch, like, entire seasons of uh, Winona Earp in one sitting. Have you gone through season two? No. Okay. Um, I got episode, like, six now. Out of how many? I don't know. Okay. Too many? Hopefully seven. Hopefully <laughs> seven. Keeps passing out before the next episode. I would, too. Uh, what else we got? Uh, from the next uh, candidate nominee for uh, Udahoean of the Year, Randall Holt. He's actually going to be one of our judges this year. Why is there so much judging? Oh, because it's America. Oh. <laughs> Why not? Said, uh, what do you think of Batwoman's look in the CW universe? Not gay enough. <laughs> uh, it looks good it looks very much like the comics so you know what that means internet will complain and say not gay enough yeah because they, they need her to be super gay they need to, no it doesn't matter the internet needs somebody to need something to complain about so they will bitch about her when she shows up there um, will be outrage yes but it looks good I like the character I like the look of it so we'll see mm-hmm. I like the look of her and then there'll be outrage on the outrage Yes. So my question is, are they going to have a Batwoman in a universe where Batman does not exist? I don't know. Is that what's going to happen? Superman shows up in this year's... Oh, man, that's so deep. Yeah, he, sh- he showed up in... Supergirl, yeah. Supergirl before, but... Yeah, I don't know. Does Batman exist in their universe? It's Elseworlds or? is the crossover episode this year, and Flash, uh, Barry uh, Allen is actually Arrow, and... Um, Oliver Queen is the Flash in the Elseworlds. That sounds stupid. Well, I'm just telling you what it is. So, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Who else we got, Blake? Uh, From the next uh, nominee, from Scab Jeff, up to third in Hollywood Stock Exchange, just saying. Well, let's see how up-to-date he is. History of Bad Ideas has a Hollywood Stock Exchange you can play at. It's free. Just uh, go on to... Uh, Hollywood Stock Exchange, HSX. You can buy stock of movies, uh, actors, actresses, and try to beat us. 
Uh, we have a 15-team league. We always can add more, so just pop on in. Uh, I think I'm in 13th. I, I think so- I'm in just above you. Uh, I started making some deals yesterday. Uh-oh. So I'm, I'm hoping to move up. And um, So, yeah, uh, take a look at that. Yeah, I remember last time we talked about how terrible Scab Jeff was. He was, like, in last place, and now he's shot up to third. Yeah, so. yeah, he's moving up. So his La La Land picks are now making uh, money. He is currently still in third place. Good for him. Who's in first? First is Doctor Number One. Oh! Who's two? Uh, Rex Rudd. Oh, Vish. A Payne's uh, son. Sounds like a lot of insider trading I do going feel, on. I do feel like there's some cheating going on here. Uh, what else we got? We got, got some listener reviews. Listener reviews. First one from hey, Pam hey, Morris. Hey. Pam Morris says, I've watched Manny Fest. Just waiting to see where it's going. Also, I you mean Manifest? Yes. Many hands? Man Fest. Oh, sorry. Manny Faces? Your <laughs> man, man character? Manny Boffins? Manny Poppins? What? Manny Boffins, that oh. character from Star Wars. Oh, sorry. Manny Bothins. Anyways, what'd she say? I've watched Manifest, just waiting to see where it's going. Also watched first episode of A Million Little Things, and I did like it. I was not... more I think about Manifest, I don't know if I really care about it anymore. I would have to watch it. It's one that intrigues me, but I haven't watched any yet, so... I don't have much uh, faith in network TV on it. Uh, she also has a new one. Watching the pilot episode of New Charmed. Wow, it's bad. Everything is just thrown out, out in the beginning. Boom, you're witches. Boom, your mom was too... Oh, was is dead. Oh, you are the most powerful. Boom, I'm your white lighter. Here's the Book of Shadows. There's an apocalypse. Wow, all that from the first episode? Man. I can see that. I think that was the first season of the uh, original. <laughs> they packed all that in 24 minutes? 44. Oh, 44. Yeah. Well, it is all female cast, so it's cut by two-thirds, uh, by a third. <laughs> they don't get... <laughs> Just joking. Oh, wow. Just joking. Mm. What else we got? Let's wrap this sucker up because we got uh, draft day. Yes, uh, wrapping it up with uh, Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. Who goes to see this for entertainment? I don't know what's he talking about. Well, read. Oh, per ooh. And then it's Entertainment Weekly. Oh, per oh, so thank you. <laughs> you could say ooh with it ew. though. Christian Bale and Sam Rockwell chart dick. There's the next line. Oh, Cheney's rise under George W. Bush in Vice trailer. Yeah, the movie Vice. I think the movie looks pretty good. I just don't care. That's the thing. I just don't care anymore about politics with this. Don't get me started on Cheney. But uh, it's Christian Bale plays a Dick Cheney in it and yeah. looks unrecognizable. Really? Yeah. 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 A lot of prosthetics? I, I don't know because they're pretty good prosthetics if they are. He's the kind of guy that would gain and lose weight for a role, so he might Machinist. Have... Do you think he... Yeah. Self-im- <laughs> That's what I did. I put the picture of the machinist uh, next to it. Did he self-impose male, potter, male pattern, pattern baldness? Uh, yes. Yeah. He is. He's he a method actor. I believe it. He, Holy he, shit. He had his hair plucked out one at a time. Oh, my God. Lasered. <laughs> Lasered. <laughs> he had a bikini wax. Uh, there's your listener feedback. Jeff, let's do some draft day. What do we want? Draft day! Draft day, draft day, I want a draft day. Hopey, 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 hopey. Draft day, draft day.
So that's uh, Hanno's brilliant draft day music. Thank you, Hanno. Into draft day. Draft day is where we will go through one at a time. We will pick a team of somebody. Uh, this week it happens to be Designing Women. TV show that most people forget about. Yeah. Well, they're talking about doing a remake of it. Mm-hmm. We discussed this last week, and last week we decided uh, when we were discussing it that. We'll go ahead and draft day it this week and had time to think about it, how we were going to do it, who we would put in uh, new designing women. Uh, who's the, What's the options? Who's the people that we're drafting? Oh, our choices are, from the original, we had the character of Julia Sugarbaker as portrayed by Dixie Carter. I do declare. She's the owner of Sugarbaker and Associates Design Firm, best described as a feminist, who is quick to speak her mind and has a liberal point of view. This is all from Wikipedia, mind you. Uh, we have the character of Mary Jo Shively, as portrayed by Annie Potts. She's the main designer who is a mother of two, newly divorced, and is very shy and lacking in self-esteem. We have Suzanne Sugarbaker, as portrayed by Delta Burke, Julia's young, younger sister, who is self-centered, rich, and flashy, and is the silent partner of the firm. We have Charlene Frazier Stiltfield, as portrayed by Gene Smart, the tall blonde office manager who is sweet-natured and naive, and uh, Anthony Bouvier, as portrayed by Meshach Taylor. He's the delivery man of the Sugar Bakers who was raised by his grandmother after his mother abandons him. There you go. Jeff, Thanks. since you did all that, why don't you pick first? Oh, i got to dig my... Okay, never mind. Jim, since you're ready to go, you go first. I was going with you if else did. Okay, I'm ready to go. Okay, Jeff, back. Um, I'm going to take my uh, Charlene. Okay. Uh, I am going to draft uh, Rob Schneider. He is specifically the Rob Schneider from all the uh, Adam Sandler films where he just yells, You can do it! Because I think that pretty much essentially uh, embodies the character of Charlene. I'm going to go, Alan Lemon said you're recasting this with an all-male cast. Uh, yeah, it, I did the... Uh, with the exception. Gender swapping. I did the gender swapping. Uh, we discussed that last yeah. week, and gender swapping, and uh, I didn't necessarily start out that way, but as it was mm-hmm. shaking out, I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll just stick with the gender swapping. Uh, I'll go it's next. all the rage. I'm going uh, Julia Sugarbaker, uh, the owner, and uh, she's a uh, liberal point of view. I actually switched it up. I am very liberal. But, oh, you're not. Shit. Uh, <laughs> of the people sitting at this table, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the impression that if it doesn't harm you, I don't really give a shit what happened. Yeah, that's not liberal. No, I know. But well, he's the guy that wants to play a tree in D&D. Can I be Fuck you and all your D&D jokes. <laughs> Anyways. Number one in your... I went the opposite. Quiz. I went with Roseanne. Is my uh, pick. The conservative uh, pick. Oh, the conservative voice. Let's see how that fix, mixes things up. We did. We saw Roseanne. She got fired. And then Fox, uh, or the ABC. ABC then actually put out another thing that, oh, we may have jumped the gun on firing her. Did they really? Yeah. But now they're doing the Connor family. They're doing the Connor family. Yeah. But it's like, well, just just stick with it. You mean we, 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 we might have overreacted before uh-huh. we had all the information? <gasps> yes. No, they wouldn't do that in this day and age. Nobody overreacts. Either with Disney. 
James Gunn's online too. Uh, <laughs> Blake, what's up? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, first round pick, I have to go uh, Julia Sugarbaker. Mm-hmm. I need an owner. Victoria I need, Jackson. I need a feminist. Victoria I need, Jackson. I need a lot of liberal. Mm-hmm. I need RuPaul. Oh, I like that one. You know what? I would actually watch a show if RuPaul was the owner. I like that. Just I wait. can actually see RuPaul in that role. Trademark it. Trademark it. Just <laughs> wait for my next four picks. Okay. <laughs> you may change your mind. Or you may like it. <laughs> Jim, you're up. I'm going to take uh, Charlene. Okay. The tall blonde office manager who is sweet-natured, naive. I'm going to go with Matt Damon. <laughs> 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 I like the puppet it. Matt Damon. <laughs> if that's what I can get, yes. <laughs> Whatever Damon. version of Matt okay. Damon he can get. I want you to do a marionette version of designing <laughs> women. Yes. That's what I meant, marionette. <laughs> uh, number. What's your second round pick, Jim? Oh wait, we're not doing snake. We don't, we don't do snake, we're draft. snake draft. Yeah, go ahead. We should. Um, but we don't. <laughs> my second one, I'll go for my Mary Jo, mm-hmm. a single parent who is kind of bleh. I uh, took uh, Danny Tanner, Bob Saget's character from Full House. Okay. A single father who is kind of bleh. I think he can do that role. Uh, I'm going, I'll go Mary Jo Shively, too, the single mom of two newly divorced. Uh, I'm going Kate Coslin. Uh, I. <laughs> But she was not lacking in self-esteem. <laughs> Shy? Well, she was before she got all the plastic surgery. I can either do that or Octomom. You take your pick. I'm going Kate Gosling because I want to see her talk to Roseanne. Uh, Mary Jo is a mother of two, not eight. Well, you know, we changed the thing. Uh, <laughs> Julia is liberal. What she kind of haircut does she have? <laughs> the mom, the soccer mom one. I want to talk to your boss. <laughs> haircut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, anybody who worked in retail knows that haircut. Like, what's your number two? Second round pick. All right, my second round pick. I'm going to have to go with my Charlene. The just, blonde office man. Yeah, just because I, I think this is an important position. Oh, God. And I'm worried that you guys are going to take my number two pick. And, you know, tall, blonde, sweet, naive. And the only person I could think of was Anna Ferris. Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. I like that one. I like that one. I actually expected her to be a, a <laughs> drag queen. Drag queen. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to do a whole drag queen. Uh, I only know one drag queen. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I, was, I thought you would just pick up uh, uh, I think all drag queens that Anthony would be Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I know two. <laughs> but I blew my big drag queen wad on one. <laughs> uh, number two, Jim. Second round uh, pick. I will go with... Uh, my uh, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one's got one yet, so I'm going to take one. Young sister. The younger sister, self-centered, rich, flashy, silent partner, Casey Affleck. <laughs> I feel you might be doing a Goodwill hunting thing here. I'm going with that. Was your first round pick, Matt Damon? Matt Damon. I've never seen Casey Affleck as a marionette, though. That should be interesting. I like your take. Um, that's the only time I've seen Casey Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has he done movies that not as a marionette? No, no, yeah. <laughs> he was good and gone, baby, gone. As a marionette. Yes. 
really tough to ta- take him seriously when he's interrogating Morgan Freeman as a marionette. <laughs> and Morgan Freeman's a life-size human. <laughs> uh, what's your number third round pick here? Third round. I was, All right. I was going to make a bad DV joke, but I opted not to. That was a good story. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't get it. So for my third round, best color man business. When we're off the mic, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to go uh, take my Anthony. Uh, since I'm doing the gender swap, I mm-hmm. thought, well, what would a female uh, Meshack Taylor look like? Mm-hmm. So I had to go with Grace Jones, specifically the uh, from the uh, James Bond movie where she played Mayday in. Uh, what was it uh view to a kill? Take your package. No, I'm gonna kill you. Do you, do you know what a female uh Meshach Toe look like? RuPaul. <laughs> RuPaul's already drafted. <laughs> That's why it's my first round. Send your complaints to Riggins at Graphic Novice. Jimmy Riggins. Jimmy Riggins. Uh I don't even know anymore. Uh, I'll do my Suzanne Sugarbaker Delta Burks uh attack. Uh, or whatever. The younger sister is self-centered, rich and flashy. Uh, I'm going Mindy Kaling. I think she could pull that off. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she's the sister of Roseanne, so that really makes it look good. Uh, but I think Mindy yeah, Kaling. Yeah, I can see that. I, at first I thought you said Mindy uh, Cone, or whatever her name is, from Facts of Life. And I'm like, no, that's not right. No. Wait, who am I thinking of? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going uh, Mindy Kaling. Uh, what's next, Blake? Ooh, this is my third round value, mm-hmm. really high value pick. Because uh, I got to go with my Mary Jo mm-hmm. Shively here, formerly played by Anna Potts. Mm-hmm. You know, mother of two, divorced, low self esteem, shy, but yet cute and attractive mm-hmm. and, and luring. And the only one I could think perfect for that would be Ellie Kemper. Who's that? Uh, Aaron on The Office. Uh, the Office, The uh, Unbreakable okay. Kimmy Schmidt. Thank you. Okay, now I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I thought you were going to go Remy LaCroix. <laughs> you know, that's where my mind went, too. I don't think Remy's shy. She's a mom. She's a mom. She is a mother. <laughs> but I don't think she's shy. But is she Kate Goslin shy? No. <laughs> she's beyond Get Kate Goslin. <laughs> she's beyond Kate Goslin. <laughs> Reality TV show person. You're in the car. <laughs> Where's your other son? Don't you have seven, eight kids? I don't know. And shut up. We don't speak of that kid. Look it up, kids. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. They did an Oliver to him. Uh, Jim, what's your third round pick? Uh, I'm going to round out the Mary Joes. I know I should probably wait till the end, but uh, I don't know. Somebody might take this pick uh, later on for a different role because... This actor is really uh, mm-hmm. popular, and everybody knows who he is. And Cole Hauser. Oh, from Riverdale. I like that. I like that pick. He's no. from Riverdale? That's Cole Sprouse. Oh, Cole Sprouse. <laughs> I, like, I like that pick better. <laughs> can I do Cole Sprouse? You can, you can, you can make Cole him Sprouse. Jim's I'm not Cole Hauser. Hauser. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. Cole Hauser from Pitch Black or... Uh, <laughs> Okay, now I got you. I got you. Or let's uh, see. Uh, As a marionette, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Trademark it. Uh, <laughs> CBS. <laughs> we got deciding women for you. Okay, I like it. I like it. Now picture this. Uh-huh. Gender reversal. Okay, gender. Mm-hmm. But 
that's pretty cutting edge. I know, I know, I know. I know. Hold on. But but the five main characters, uh-huh. marionettes. Everybody else, real people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're married? No, no. Puppets, marionettes. Oh! <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> Change approved. Change approved. <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you're going up against the Connor family, and uh, I think you're in the Hogan family. I think you're okay. <laughs> you're going against the Connor family, and... Uh, the new Tim Allen show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not new. Uh, only the old Tim Allen yeah. show. Only if you have the critics in the box from the Muppet Show. <laughs> Tatler and Waldorf. I like that idea. <laughs> Just have them up in the in the show in the house and tackling them throughout yeah. the whole show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know that there are two old men up there heckling you? <laughs> But they're real people. <laughs> yeah. the real guys. Played by Ed Asner. Is he dead? I don't Not think yet. so. Okay. And Bob Newhart. Uh, no, Ed Asner and... Uh, Walter Manthow? No, what's his name? Crap. Wilford Brimley. Oh, I like that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good. I like good. that one. Wilford yeah. Brimley is a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Colonial pet and life insurance. You know Wilford Brimley... <laughs> Wilfred Brimley, when he uh, made Cocoon, was younger than Tom Cruise is now. <laughs> five years younger than when Tom Cruise made... Uh, but his vitality age was 90. Uh, <laughs> do you have reverse mortgage insurance? <laughs> Would well, you like to do that, a reverse mortgage? I think Wilfred Brimley was just playing 30 years older than he really is. <laughs> he was typecast as an old man at 27. <laughs> Uh, Jeff, what's your fourth round pick? Uh, my fourth round pick, I'm going to go for my Julia Sugar Baker, and I'm going to cast uh, my boss. He, uh, Nobody here knows him, but uh, he's the kind of guy who will, uh, you know, owns a small business and will routinely talk politics uh, and state his point of view, regardless of if it costs him business or not. And will give Jeff raises. Yeah, Every quarter. Yeah, yeah. He's not listening to this because he doesn't know how the internet works. But uh, <laughs> but, but uh, he, he would be perfect for a role reversal for Julius Sugarbaker. Well, Jeff just lost his match. Anyways. Um, no, gonna... no, no, really. He will sit there and talk politics to people who don't want to talk politics even at the cost of business. Well, since he's, he's run potential clients away because he won't shut up about politics. Well, the good news is Sean from Pittsburgh Nerd doesn't know your boss, so and he's judging this one. Oh, Sean's judging this? Yeah, I'm going to make Sean. Uh, so he, he gets to pick. Yeah. So I'll, I'll have to send Sean a, uh, yeah. a note as, as some of the stories my boss, is, yeah. my boss has done. That's right. And next week, our episode will be Jeff Looks for a New Job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. I will be stunned <laughs> if he... I will be stunned if my boss learned how uh, computers work. You know? <laughs> next week, know, but... Jeff's boss listens to podcasts. <laughs> I don't know about you, Blake, but I say we He doesn't by. know how to check email. <laughs> He's not going to find a podcast. We'll mail him a transcript. <laughs> All I know is I'm putting this on a regular tape and just sending it to him. Cassette tape. Cassette tape. Uh, let's see here. You, you realize, you realize you transfer this to DVD? <laughs> yeah. You, you realize he'll get a cassette tape and ask me to do the transfer. 
Okay, like maybe go outside his office and just start playing it. <laughs> just mail him a transcript. Uh, let's see. Charlene Fraser is who I'm taking. Gene Smart, the tall blonde office manager who's sweet natured and naive. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Cicely Strong from Saturday Night Live. She plays a funny uh, drunk girl on the news sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I think she could do a good job. I really like her, and ooh, she is hot. And she was great in the new Ghostbusters. Was she in that? Yeah, she had a minor role as the mayor's aide or something. I don't remember that part. Of course, I tried to black that movie out. <laughs> um, and by great, I meant not great. Uh, but yeah, so Cicely Strong. Uh, Blake, what's your fourth round pick? Uh, my fourth round pick. This is a little, a little unconventional. Oh, yeah, because RuPaul wasn't. Because I think... Or Marionette. Well, what world do you live in? I'm just saying. No. This one's a little unconventional. Okay. But I think you'll like it. Okay. All right. So the rule for Anthony Bouvois. What's mm-hmm. How do you say his last name? Bouvier. 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 He's related to Marge Simpson. Right. <laughs> a delivery man. Abandoned by his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Abandoned by his mother, raised by his Abandoned by his grandmother, yes, Mowgli? exactly. But a delivery man. <laughs> to an office full of... Women. Well, well, whatever. Designing exactly. women? Exactly, designing women. Kevin James? This will actually be a special week-to-week mm-hmm. rotating male porn star role. <laughs> I've got a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> your wallpaper's here. Your milk's here. Who's on the pilot episode? Your box is here. <laughs> the decorator. <laughs> who's your Who's your uh, first <laughs> episode? Who's in the Peter North. <laughs> <laughs> whose nickname is the decorator, by the way? Oh, mm-hmm. I'm oh, not yeah. that I know about this stuff. That's just what I've been told. That, never mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't know... Try to think of why it would be, and chances are it's probably worse than why you think it is. <laughs> Your turn, Jim. <laughs> I'm going to go with my Anthony Bouvier, but it's, again, it's uh, rule reversal. And I'm, since we have all uh, Americans here, mm-hmm. white men, I'm going to go mini driver. Okay, so, <laughs> down to me and Blake. I don't know why, because I have this one. Okay, Jeff, what's your last pick? Last my my surprise pick in the, in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, Suzanne Sugarbaker left, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm drafting a Slee Stack. What the hell? Man. From Land of the Lost, the uh, slow-moving, <laughs> creepy-looking things. My last uh, round. Who would you replace Delta Burke with? <laughs> oh, Major Dad. <laughs> A slee stack for the win. You might actually win with that one. <laughs> I have um, my last round pick is the same. Well, not slee stack, but it is Susan Sugarbaker. Well, you only have one of five options, so that was not that surprising. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, uh, mine is Anthony Bouvier is my last pick, uh, and I thought um, I would like to go for the Pittsburgh love and do uh, the delivery man. It's not doing anything else. I was thinking uh, Levian Bell. Um, <laughs> Because he could deliver something because he needs a job. He's not showing up, so I can need to deliver. <laughs> That's true. He's got a point. I'm going with Kevin Hart. And that was courtesy of my wife. She had that one. And I said, you know what? He could be a pretty good one. I, I could see him with Cicely Strong in there uh, and Mindy Kaling. I think that could be fun. Not Roseanne and Kate Goslin, but, you know. <laughs> uh, so I'm going Kevin Hart. Uh, your turn, Blake. Uh, my surprise pick for Suzanne Sugarbaker, Delta, Delta Burke. Burke. 
Yes. You picked Delta Burke? Yeah. They reanimated corpse of Delta Burke. Yes. <laughs> no, her character, Delta Burke's character, Susan uh-huh. Sugarbaker. I can only think of one person that could play this role. Mm-hmm. Delta Burke. Donald Trump. In I like a stack better. <laughs> I think I think Jeff's back in this race. <laughs> uh, the fact that you think you're in this race is the most amusing part. I got Kate Goslin. She will beat Sean Senseless if I don't win. What more arrogant, self-centered prick can you get to play Delta Burke? Wilford Brimley? No. no. He's an ass. I, I already got Wilford Brimley on my chaos. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what's your pick? Last pick. Last pick. You guys want to say it with me? Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> what character? Julia. Julia. Julia, I have left. Sorry. <laughs> Time is uh, <laughs> you guys essence. Thought I was, you guys thought I was doing Ben Affleck? No, no, no. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I did. So, uh, Ben. Um, I was going to do Ben Affleck, but I fired him, too. Uh, hi, Ben. <laughs> ben, this is uh, Charlie, your agent. Uh, yeah, um, so I'm trying to talk to you about uh, designing women. Oh, my God, they gave me the role? Uh, no, do you have your brother's phone number? Uh, I'm trying to get Casey on the line. Okay, okay, can I guess her? No, 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 Ben, you're done. Uh, well, at least you got Batman. No, you don't have Batman either. Aren't you supposed to be rehabbing? <laughs> uh, I am. Where are you at? Hey, another round on me. Where are you at? Uh, I'm at rehab. I'm at... Sandals or whatever that place is called in Sandals. California. <laughs> Can you tell my ex-wife to pick me up some In-N-Out Burger, please? <laughs> uh, Jim, let's do this real quick. What's your team? My team, I got the Julia Sugarbaker, the boss, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. And then Time I got my Mary Jo character is Cole Hauser. Not Cole Sp- Sprouls. <laughs> no, no, Cole Hauser. Another redhead. I, that fits that position. Suzanne is Casey Affleck. Mm. Kind of a whiner. <laughs> uh, my Charlene is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Damon. And my Anthony character, Minnie Driver. And they're all marionettes. Except for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I really want to pay for that. <laughs> and, and you got the two Muppets up in the corner. Yes. Get Netflix on the phone, yes. on the phone right now. <laughs> Blake, what's your team real quick? All right, so uh, Julia, RuPaul, Mary Jo, Ellie Kemper, Suzanne, Donald Trump, Charlie, Charlie, Charlene, sorry, uh, Anna Ferris, and uh, Anthony, uh, rotating male porn star. <laughs> Might win with that one, The too. delivery man. Uh, Julia, for me, is Roseanne. Uh, Mary Jo is Kate Goslin. Uh, but she'll have contract uh, issues uh, in season five, and they'll replace her with Octobomb. Uh, uh, Suzanne is Mindy Kaling. Charlene is Cicely Strong. And Anthony is Kevin Hart. You, you know, you can say his name without going to the No, he, he can't. It's oh. basically impossible for him <laughs> not me, to let me do try. That. So, anyways, Anthony <laughs> See, I can't. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> I uh, love wine. <laughs> for mine, uh, for, for Julia, I cast my boss. Mary Jo, I got Danny Tanner. For Suzanne, I have a slee stack. Charlene, <laughs> I have Rob Schneider. And for Anthony, I have Grace Jones. You're out of wine, Jason. Damn it! <laughs> 
So I think I won. Right, Sean? Sean, you let us know who wins. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. It's been nearly 10 years since Christopher Nolan and Jeff's favorite film, uh, Inception, hit theaters. The debate over the film's ending continues to rage on. There should be no debate. It's cut and dry. Did dream thief Dom Cobb, Leonardo DiCaprio, really make it back to home to his children, or was he still dreaming, trapped in a fantasy that was more palatable than living on the run from the law for the rest of his life? Norlin obviously wanted the audience to interpret the final shot of Cobb's totem pole spinning, <laughs> pulling, uh, spinning for themselves, but Michael Caine, who plays Cobb's father in the movie, has a more concrete answer. While introducing a screen of Inception at Somerset House in London, the 85-year-old actor said, When I got the script of Inception, I was a bit puzzled by it. And I said to him, I don't understand where the dream is, Kane told the crowd. I said, when is, when is it the dream, and when is it reality? Chris uh, Nolan said, well, when you're in the scene, it's reality. So get that. If I'm in it, it's reality. If I'm not in it, it's a dream. Mr. Kane's statement heavily implies that Dom's nightmare is finally over, and he can finally raise his kids like a normal person without the shadow and fallout of his wife's death looming over his life anymore. The top apparently does fall over, and Dom is back in the real world. Except for the fact that the top wasn't even Dom's uh, totem. It was Mab's totem that was explained in the movie. God. So do you think he's in the real world or not? No, he's not. He's okay. back. He's out. He is out. Yeah. Okay. You so can tell with that. If he's wearing his wedding ring, he's in the world. If he's not wearing it, he's in the real world. Gotcha. So you're okay with that explanation? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, after scoring two hundred million, uh, after scoring a $200 million decline from On Stranger Tides to Dead Men Tell No Tales, the result on paper may have been worrisome for many studios. But surprisingly, the Pirates franchise has only gotten more popular in some overseas markets. With a profitable $800 million overall backed by a $250 million budget. With its domestic appeal waning, Disney has t- uh, taken its time, taken its time, with the, its time. Sorry, <laughs> taken its time with the next installment of the franchise, with many wondering if it would happen at all. The recent events within the uh, Mouse House may have t- uh, make Depp's return uncertain. Pirates ha- fans may... Is there Pirates fans? Is there Pirates or the Caribbean fans anymore? Oh, then you went Pittsburgh Pirates fans. I'm a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Why? I've always been a Pirates fan. Why? Because they were bad for so long. Why? Why were they bad? Poor management. Why? Poor ownership. Why? Because MLV is broken. Why? Because people are greedy. Why? Because it's just our inherent nature. Why? Just how God made us. Why? You have to ask God. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, how long are you going to go with this? I don't know, but we did pretty good. (laughs) Pirates fans may be thankful to hear that the franchise is currently moving forward. According to Omega Underground. When you should be asking a why, you missed the opportunity. <laughs> why is it moving forward? Yoakam uh, Ronan, co-director of the latest installment, will take the reins once again for Pirates of the Caribbean 6, uh, colon, <laughs> money is our nature. Why? <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 6, colon, why? Why? Ted Elliott. Uh, Terry Rocio and Jeff Nathanson, I thought that was uh, Jeff Dunham for a second, all of which are franchise veterans, are currently at work on the screenplay. There's a screenplay? Due to Rolang's involvement in Maleficent 2. Thank you. Don't expect the Pirate sequel to be coming soon. Oh, damn. The earliest, the film may hit theaters in 2021, four years after its last one. 
So do you think this is going to be uh, just an all-Chinese cast or something like that because they're trying to do international? That's not a smart-ass comment. I'm just talking like, I mean, do you they think? They probably should. Just do yeah. Chinese pirates That'd be kind of coming cool. over to the Caribbean. Okay. Yeah, just get rid of Johnny Depp. I don't think he's coming back. He's going to be in prison or something? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> uh, pirates of the Caribbean, leave the Caribbean. I like it. <laughs> just name it Pirates. Arg. Uh, I think Gina Davis would be in it. Pirates of the South China Sea. I would see that. I would. Well, no, I wouldn't. But I would. I'd be more intrigued <laughs> to see it. Pirates of Somalia. Yeah. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> Tom Hanks is in it. <laughs> it's a modern day take. I like this. Uh, quickies. Uh, DC Daily has. Uh, it's a show on the DC um, streaming service. Has confirmed Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn has indeed jumped ship from Marvel to DC. Jump, yeah, jump, 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 thrown jump, overboard. Thrown overboard, exactly. You're fired. I got, okay, I'm glad we're here. <laughs> we'll the script for Suicide Squad 2. There's no mention of the possibility of him helming the sequel, though. Seemingly gelling with rumors that the follow-up to David Ayer's supervillain team-up flick will actually be a reboot of sorts. The report also states that Gunn would deliver a completely fresh take on the franchise. Uh, rumor is that Bautista, Dave Bautista, wants to be on it, and people are telling him that he should be Bane. Could be interesting as Bane. He would make a good Bane. Original director Gavin O'Connor and screenwriters Tan Stashwick and David Barr Katz had delivered a finished script, but unfortunately for them, the plot turned out to be too similar to Kathy Yon's pitch for Birds of Prey. Seriously? Okay. How is that? Did you just copy the... They just marked off Birds of Prey in the title and put Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Probably. Uh, now, are they doing this Birds of Prey? Or? Yeah, that's okay. actually moving forward. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, does anyone... I'm intrigued to see James Gunn take over that. I think it's a step in the right direction for a, a DC movie. Yeah, and again, I am okay if they're loosely connected, but they don't have to be completely like yeah, Marvel. They, they, they don't have to yeah, all take place and, and, and connect. I mean, You can have team-up movies. You have Green Arrow and uh, Green Lantern uh, like they do in the comic books. You can have them sh- show up in each other films, but you don't have to make it a whole big bad guys coming like Thanos was for 20 years. Uh, so there you go. There is your news of the geek. Hey, 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 it's Carrington from Real Dudes Podcast, and with me I have some fantastic co-hosts. Guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? This is Andrew, coming to you from Lynchburg, Ohio. This is Cody, coming from you also from Ohio. And this is Kyle, coming to you straight from the armpits of West Virginia. We are an indie gaming podcast. We all share a love for games, um, and you can check out our show on Podbean. Uh, just search for Real Dudes Podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, um, it, really any of the podcasting outlets that you like to use. Again, that is Real Dudes Podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, if you love video games, you will love our show. It's time for Box Office Bombs. Well... Essentially, the entire box office is bombed because it's October and it tends to bomb. But uh, let's see. We'll just go into our top five this week. Number one for the second straight week, Venom made another $36 million, total of $143 million on a budget of $100 million. 
Venom is surpassing all of their uh, expectations. Yes. Because it looked so bad, they didn't think it would do so good. Correct. Number two, A Star is Born made another $28 million, a total of $94 million on a $36 million budget. Is this going to be the first Oscar uh, buzz movie of the, Probably. of the season? You think Lady Gaga's up for an actress? Best actress? Probably not. You know, have you seen it? No, I haven't. No. But I just think a lot of people don't like to give it to people's first performance. Jennifer Hudson. Well, but, if but it's that's, really a, good. that's a supporting actress, though. Oh, sorry. But if bad. it's really good. If it's sure. really good, but they... Oh, it was Goldie's daughter. Too. A, I doubt she'll be nominated, and B, if she is, there's no way she'll win, because very few, if they don't have anything to compare it to, they tend not to. <clears throat> I was just asking. I'm just saying, putting it out there. Bradley Cooper up for Best Director? I don't know. They're, they're probably talking it, but we'll yeah. see what happens. Uh, number three, First Man made $16.5 million in its opening weekend on a $59 million budget. They said um, it was a little bit lower than they expected. They were hoping between 20 and 25 They realized that... It's October. <laughs> and that Neil Armstrong might not necessarily be a power-driven script. Correct. But Ryan Gosling is. Yeah. But it's like, oh, Neil Armstrong. Oh, there's really not a whole lot of drama in his story. No. I heard there was a... He went to Purdue. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Damn Boilermakers. I heard there was not enough American flags in the flick. Are you being facetious? No, I'm being serious. That was a major complaint about... Really? How... It the American movie was enough. promoted as a human achievement, not a American, not achievement. An American achievement, and a lot of people had a lot of problems with that, rather than just enjoying a good story, an accomplishment. Are you saying people are politicizing movies? Fuck yeah, unfortunately. Why? Because they hate. There's a lot of outrage. Why? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> don't ask me this question. <laughs> Okay, fourth this week, Goosebumps colon Haunted Halloween made $16 million in its opening weekend on a budget of $35 million. Just can't do it without Jack Black in the lead role. Uh, the original made $23 million opening week. Eh, that's about right then. Yeah. And Smallfoot made another under $10 million, a total of $58 million on an $80 million budget. They said this was kind of disappointing for the uh, thing because of the names. I think Jim touched on that last week, too, uh, because of the big names, and even the studio said that they were disappointed. Yeah, this might be a bust. So it's leaving a small footprint. Ah! Yeah! Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't get it. We haven't done that in a while. I know we haven't. <laughs> it's been a long time since you guys... Yeah! Ready? Yeah! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I don't want to wake up the children. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, upcoming, opening October 19th of 2018, we've got Halloween. Projected for $50 million. Isn't that coming out early? It is. <laughs> you figure it would open on Halloween, but no. <sighs> um, anyway. Hold on, Jim's got this. Marie Strode comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers. The masked figure has haunted her since she narrowly escaped his killing spree on the Halloween night. Four decades ago. Uh, they officially have said that Halloween 2 through 10 do not exist. Don't exist. It's a new universe. Yeah. H2O doesn't exist nope. even? None of no. them exist. Oh, I thought the ones with Jamie nope. Lee existed. Nope. Not even Michael versus... Just straight from 1 to 2, this one. Um, um, Michael my question versus is, Jason? shouldn't this be have some sort of 
a number or subtitle or something? It does have an asterisk. If you look oh, close enough, asterisks? yeah. If you look close uh, enough at the title, you'll see a little asterisk. Okay, and it's in the fine print. Be, be, because otherwise, to me, it sounds like it's just a remake. If they keep just the yes. title Halloween, what? and they've already done that. They said uh, the other one still exists except for Halloween Three: Season of the Witch because that was so good. Because that had nothing to do with the, <laughs> the Jason yeah. or the Jason, the Michael Myers stories. That Halloween's my favorite uh, horror movie franchise. I, I love Halloween. It. I think it's terrible. I didn't ask you um, <laughs> why. Outrage. I hate all of slasher films. Why? They're terrible. Why? Because they are. Why? Because uh, they are. Why? Because they are. Anyway, so I'll be seeing this Thursday night opening night. All right. Oh, I would win. I got bored. <laughs> I got bored. Uh, but I'm excited to see it. So. Yeah. You know there's a general reveal in this movie. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Anyway, also coming Come out uh, is The Hate You, the letter you give. 20th Century Fox calls it, or says, Star Carter is constantly switching between two worlds, the poor, mostly black neighborhood where she lives, and the rich, mostly white, prep school she attends. The uneasy balance between these worlds is shattered when Star witnesses the fatal shooting of her childhood best friend, Khalil, at the hands of a police officer. Now facing pressure from all sides of the community, Star must find her voice and stand up for what's right. This movie's gonna it's gonna plummet, it's gonna fail because uh KJ App is in it. <gasps> oh, terrible movie. Screw it, I'm gonna see this instead now. <laughs> I love KJ App. Although I have a problem with any title that puts a U instead of the word U in it. Uh uh sorry. Maybe they couldn't afford the extra two letters on the spacing. They probably couldn't, and I have a problem with that. They didn't so, so, budget properly for the extra two letters. Is KJ Appa going to walk around with the shirt off the entire movie? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Oh, Buy, sell. Oh. Oh, wait. Is this coming out too? There, there's one I wanted to talk about. It's coming out this weekend. Oh. It comes out October 20th. Yeah, it's Peter yeah, Dinklage. Yes. comes out on October 20th. The name of the movie is My Dinner with Hervé. Ah, yeah. A look, a look at the life of French yeah. actor Hervé Velachez, yeah. co-star of the hit 1970s TV series Fantasy Island, who took his own life in 1993 at the age of 50. The plane boss. Starring Jamie Dornan and Peter Dinklage. Uh, Peter Dinklage, this is a passion project for him. <laughs> I did not realize this was coming out already because he's been working on this for years. Yes. So that's kind of a small opening. Ah! <laughs> Unattended. It was? Uh, I don't no, get it. No, it wasn't. I didn't mean that. Well, come on, HBO. Is it HBO? Yes. Oh, I thought it was actually... No, it's on HBO uh, this Saturday. Oh, I thought it was in theaters. No, no, no. no it's oh, special okay. HBO only. Okay. But yes, you're right. It is a passion piece here mm-hmm. for Peter Dinklage. I want to. Uh, I want. I heard good things like that. He's been devoted to making this for a while. Yeah. He could never find any backing for it. No. But now he can because he's Game of Thrones, Correct. bitch. Do you want me to do this? Right. I'm Game of Thrones. Come on. That's right. His uh, next project, I think, is about Billy Barty. No, it's Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Billy Barty as? Do you ever think Peter Dinklage is typecast? No. <laughs> no, he... <laughs> He, play, he did play a dwarf <laughs> in... He uh, just side on that yeah. one. He did play a dwarf in uh, the most recent... Uh, Avengers. Avengers. Uh, Avengers. All that stuff. All right. He was the biggest uh, person in the movie. He was awesome in that. <laughs> you know, another part for him is Vern Troyer's death has been ruled as suicide, by the way. Mm-hmm, by alcohol. Yes. He drank himself. Yeah. I saw that. Accidental, I bet. His family is fighting it now. Not if it's suicide. They said it was suicide. They said I he think did suicide is pretty intentional. 
Yeah, I mean, he, no, I mean, so he. I'm but his family is. I die. Yeah, that's pretty much what I think the rule is. Who might pass out first? Yeah. His family is. You are not Vern Troyer. <laughs> you wish you could be Vern Troyer. <laughs> Vern Troyer was still moving around when he should have been passed out. And then being in the corner at the surreal life house. Yes. Peeing oh. in the corner. <laughs> Peeing in the corner at the surreal life house. His family is uh, actually fighting the coroner's report. Uh, yes. Well, of course, so lose money. Yeah. So what do we got? Let's wrap this up. Uh, buy, sell this week. Uh, on our Hollywood Stock Exchange, Ryan Gosling is going for $67.12. In comparison, Mahershala Ali for $78.43. I'll buy. That's kind of low for Ryan Gosling. Yes, I think it is. I would buy some. Intern Hackney said it was very difficult to find a comparison. I am surprised it's that low. I am buying. Jim, is this Kate Gosling's son? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy that. The missing one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> At sixty-seven twelve, I already bought today. Who had the Hobie bingo blocks for Kate Gosling? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ken Jong, he's Ugh. selling. More than Ryan Gosling at $71.42. Comparison to Ice, Ice Cube at $71.17. As wow. A, as a Duke grad, I will sell. Sell. You didn't go to Duke. Ken Jong did. Yeah. Yeah, since he's a Duke oh, grad, I'm okay. selling. I'm selling because he's not worth $71.42. <laughs> I don't know. Is there another uh, uh, Dr. Ken coming? This TV show? No. Hangover? I was going to say, is going to be Hangover 4 coming? Oh, I Even that, so. I don't think he's worth seventy one forty. How do they make a franchise of that? <laughs> they should do a TV show of it. There you go. I can see that. Every week we get drunk and forget a blackout. <laughs> <laughs> the Hangover TV. <laughs> it's just called Alcoholics. <laughs> you, know, you know what? They should take that and uh, do gender swapping and, oh, no, that was Bridesmaids. <laughs> Okay, does Ken John shit in a sink? Well, if he did, <laughs> I'd buy. But I need to know, was he on the Duke lacrosse team? Stop it. <laughs> Moving on. So, so, let's do some top five. <laughs> top five this week. The worst Halloween candy. Now, you can interpret this a couple different ways. I interpret it the worst Halloween candy I received uh, when I was going door-to-door when I was a kid. Ah. But you can do it like worst Halloween candy put out, you know. It, it's pretty much open for interpretation. Mine is the worst candy that me, as me right now, would like or hate. That's fine. And it was very, very difficult to find five candies that I would not like. Okay. Uh, let's really? see. They're candy. I mean, five. That's a big number. Okay. They're all good. Okay. Again, you're talking to the diabetic over here. I'm diagnosed diabetic (laughs) over here. (laughs) I came up with mine pretty fast. I'm just saying. I was racking my brain to come up with five. I didn't even write them down because I. There's plenty of them out there to pick. Okay, moving on. Jeff, your number, your first. What's your first one? Uh, your first in draft, and your first in uh, top five. Talk yep. about Jeff today. We're, let's keep the same order, but we snake draft. Snake we snake on this snake one. Uh, my number five is candy buttons. 
the little bits of candy that are stuck to the piece of paper. At and least you have to burn calories breaking them out of the paper. And you normally eat paper. You eat too much paper. <laughs> that's the problem. You get fiber. fiber. You get fiber and you don't get flavor. I mean, that's... I, the... I liked them, but it was just really too hard to eat for what you get. You, 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 yeah, too much paper eating involved with candy buttons. <laughs> so they're my number five. I can see that. I can see that. There was always that, even, no matter how you would try to surgically remove them, there'd be yeah. that thin slice of paper. Just one little corner. Yeah. Just a... <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jim, what's your number five? Ooh, my number five. Oh, you're mixing it up. I am. He's uh, going clockwise. Counterclockwise. Uh, I'm going to go toothbrushes. Or any non-candy that people thought, hey, let's give these to kids. It's going to be a good idea. No, fuck you. I don't want a McDonald's gift certificate. (laughs) I don't want an apple. I don't want a toothbrush. You can keep the fucking pennies. (laughs) Well, I think you took out half of my list. That's okay. We'll get to that. So your worst candies was a list of non-candies. Yeah. Okay. John Candy was on there, too. (laughs) Hate it when he they passed him out. <laughs> he thought John Candy smelled bad on the inside. <laughs> on the outside. Five <laughs> number five. My number five. Vegetables. Who passed out vegetables? <laughs> His father-in-law. He does. <laughs> Here's some kale. I got a cabbage. Uh, number five for me. <laughs> Is almond joy? Oh, anything coconut because it's got no nuts. Well, that was people. part of that was part of one of mine. You people are crazy. Almond, almond joy is awful. Good coconuts, uh, good almonds are good. Chocolate is good. Uh, number four. Thank you, diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. Uh, number four for me is the Nestle Crackle bars, like the little crunch with the bars. Oh, I hated those things. The texture and everything. Ugh. You hate the, bumpy the Rice Krispies in the... They're like underneath in, and they're awful. I hate them. The Nestle's Crackles bar? Yeah. yeah Nestle, Hershey makes that? Nestle Cracker. Oh, sorry. Crackle. Nestle makes Crunch. Crunch. That's what I'm talking Nestle about. Crunch, crunch or Crackle? Or crackle? What? Crunch. Crunch. So you like the Crackle? I don't know. <laughs> What's your little form like? I think Crackle is a lesser product from the Crunch. Crackle is Hershey's version. <laughs> crunch is Nestle's version. They're both awful. I'm this going delicious. That. They're both good. Shut up, toothbrush. So far, Jason doesn't have a bad candy on his list. <laughs> so says Wilford Brimley down there. I eat those damn crunches and crackles. Diabetes. <laughs> God, Mike. Uh, my number four. Anything black licor, licorice flavored shit. That's a good one. I'm like I don't licorice. care if you call it a niece. A niece? Ah, my pen died. Yeah. Uh, Jim, what's your number four? My number four, I hope he did. One of them was Almond Joy mm-hmm. with Mounds. Both fucking nasty. They are nasty. Got nuts. <laughs> They're both good. Coconut, yuck. Almond Joys are a little bit better because I, I do like the, all the almonds. This is like asking Jeff to be, uh, if he had kids, <laughs> which one would you kill? No, I don't want all my kids. You're saying, you're, you're saying Halloween candy is my Sophie's choice. Yes. <laughs> which yeah. one would you kill, Meg? Meg. We decided, <laughs> Meg. After this top five, he's going to go scrub himself in the shower and cry. <laughs> After this top five, he's going to leave here, go right to Meyer and buy 16 bags of candy that we put on our list <laughs> for himself. Because yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't give it out. 
No, that yeah. porch light is off. <laughs> no, I put the ball out on the porch with the sign that says "Take, Take one. one." There's nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. You know my old story. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, you've told us that on yes. the podcast yeah, before. Because exactly. I told that joke on the yeah, podcast yeah. before. Yeah. Uh, number four, this kind of plays into what Blake just said. I picked uh, Good and Plenty's. They're, they're the, oh, yeah. the, the, the licorice flavor with the nasty coating on them. You feel yes. like that coating like, makes the licorice taste worse. worse. Yes, it does. <laughs> I nasty. feel like every time I get that, I got them, I was like, oh, yeah, these are good, and I take a bite, I'm like, no, these no, are No, I meant Mike and Ike. No. <laughs> Mike and Ike's, yes. Good and Plenty, no. no. What, what, what misleading name, Good and Plenty? <laughs> There's plenty of them in there. Plenty. Plenty. They're not good. There's plenty of them left on the shelves at the store. Just call it Plenty of Shit. <laughs> most Shitty and Plenty. Most Shitty misleading plenty, candy yeah. since uh, Razor Blades and Chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, my number three wax bottles, or pretty much <gasps> wax anything. Those wax bottles are amazing. They're terrible. You get a little bitty bitty bit of juice yeah, and a big juice. hunky thing of wax. Yeah, you well. chew on the wax for like six hours. Why? No, you rip the wax open and pour it out, no, you and then you just it. got a hunk of wax oh, left. No, 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 no. Why? Wax bottles are a mistake in candy. You get that little bit of sugar water. You are you, a mistake. You want to <laughs> chew on wax that has no taste? Yeah, I, again, I like them, but again, for, for what you get, for the amount you have to put into it, it's not worth it. No. I didn't even like it. It's like it. a relationship with you. <laughs> you don't get anything good out of it. It lasts way too long, like, like years longer than it should. But there's that little bit, really, of, little bit little of sugar of sweetness at the beginning. Sweet, a little bit of sweetness But after that, it's just all tasteless that, wax. <laughs> Your love life I know about 12 bottle. people who can confirm that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Moving on. What's your number three, Jim? My number three. I don't even know if these I thought that was your number three. No, that was his. My oh, love sorry. line. My love line. <laughs> yeah. My number three is, I don't even have names. It's those black and orange wrapped uh, <laughs> candy. I like those. <laughs> yeah, I know. I gave them all to you because they're nasty. They got the little kiss of peanut butter in them. Uh, oh, they I feel like Jeff would even eat a razor blade if there's chocolate involved. <laughs> uh, son, don't eat that. There's a... <laughs> you know how I got these scars? <laughs> no, Jeff. How? I eat chocolate razor blades. Yeah. True story. Yes. <laughs> that, that kind of reminds me of that one Monty Python skit where they had the candies or whatever. <laughs> The, the whatever it's surprise. Yeah. In mint. It's wafer thin. No, not that one. Fuck off. Blake was number three. Well, you kind of destroyed it. It was anything with razor blades in it. <laughs> what are you kidding? Those are delicious. You know, yeah. <laughs> they have a chocolate-covered razor blades. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeff has a chocolate fountain at his house and literally just puts razor blades in them. Oh, That's what he does. Yeah, considering there have been approximately zero razor blades ever found in Halloween candy. Yeah. Uh, but there could be. No. <laughs> no, there really can't be. Uh, let's see. Uh, my number three is oranges slash fruit. We had a neighbor that would give out fruit, fruit and oranges every time. It's nature's candy. Come on. That's raisins. Don't they know there's more fruits? <laughs> Grams of sugar in some of those fruits. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, no, they're less healthy for you than yeah. wax bottles. Uh, my number two was pennies. 
Go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, here's a penny. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You get an egg tonight. No, you know you know why you get pennies? Because you stayed out fucking trick-or-treating way too long. People are giving you pennies. It's because they ran out of candy. Cause... Six to eight. Six to eight. Not when you were growing up. It was six to nine. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, and then, then they realize we'll make it six to eight and people will stop giving out pennies. <laughs> fucking pennies. <laughs> Cut an hour off it. People are, don't have to give out pennies. Bike was number two. My number two is uh, Jello pudding pops with a hypnol in them. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, kids, to Bill's house. I got the pudding just, cups. Just the pops? <laughs> uh, the pudding cups are okay? <laughs> the, the pudding pop. You put the roll hypnol in the pudding pop. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm innocent. Really, I am. I wonder why there's always best out kids passing out of your house. Well, I'm going to take my number two roofies off the list. <laughs> How come Bill Cosby's house looks like Normandy today? I don't know. you got to eat them before they melt. <laughs> number two, Jeff. Tell your mom to come up here and get a pudding pop. I'm going to put the one item on, Jesus, uh, one horrible. candy item that is more waxy than those wax bottles, <laughs> and that's candy corn. Oh, <laughs> the candy corn is gone. At least it's wax with sugar in it. Sugar, corn fructose. How did you not like? I mean, that's all that everything. It doesn't taste anything like corn. (laughs) Oh, you got me there. Still, still goes through your body like corn, though. Uh, Number two, Jeff. Number two, I got those uh, little red and white peppermints. Those are terrible. You gave me a mint. Damn it! <laughs> it's like, what? What did you do? Grab the uh, uh, the uh, bowl from the. Are you talking about the Christmas peppermints? The little round? Yeah. No, when you're walking out the roses, and they have that basket oh, of yeah. mints. Yeah, no, actually, the okay. roses ones are good. Those, like the green ones? They, no, they got the chalky ones. Oh yeah. No, the the, the solid round peppermints. It's Christmas candy. Um, there's you can they, buy them year round. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff, what's your number one? <laughs> uh, well, my number one is obvious. The worst candy ever made, Necco wafers. Not a candy? It's a collector's item now. <laughs> no, they got saved. Oh, they did? Yeah, I yeah. like chalk. <laughs> chalk is good. Uh, what's your number one, Jim? Uh, my number one is payday. You get you start off with like a nougat center. I'm like, ooh, that sounds interesting. And then you take peanuts. And you just pack it all around it, and it's like, ah, uh, it's just peanuts. Like, no, no, we're not done yet. We Jim doesn't sure, like peanuts. We gotta make sure it stays together. So they take actual shellac, and they just wrap all around it so it stays in one. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to eat those. <laughs> when it's wrapped in gorilla glue, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Decoupage paste. I do like peanuts, but paydays are awful. <laughs> It's like, oh, can I have anything else besides peanuts with this? Oh, you can have some shellac. <laughs> so you said the nougat sounded interesting. You know, that's what candy corn is, is nougat. Anyway, uh, number one, Blake? <laughs> no, I, I understand that. They name it a payday. And when you're at you're like, oh, this is going to be great. It's a payday. And you get it. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> What an awful build-up this was. Exactly. Well, damn, I should have got a thousand, hundred thousand grand bar. hundred thousand dollar bar. That's right. Blake was number one. Uh, my number one is uh, any treat requiring unwanted sexual favors. <laughs> They're never unwanted. <laughs> number one They're for me. always unwanted. <laughs> is a uh, bit of honey. 
That is quite possibly the nastiest candy I've ever seen. It's good. <laughs> As a child, I didn't like it. But nowadays, oh, yeah, no, that's nice. nice. Wait until you hit retirement age, Jason. Then you loved it, honey. Wait, wait, wait. No one had Werther's Originals? <laughs> <sighs> My son and daughter and wife actually participated in this one. Oh, now we got to hear this. Oh, My eight-year-old son. Uh, this is, these are in no particular order. He just, he just had, gave you five. He gave me four actually. Okay. I know we'll bring it said, over to the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like you, Jeff. I really like candy. Well, give me come on, son. Give me some. Uh, Almond Joy, uh, popcorn balls. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's not candy. Oh, yeah, that, that's terrible. He's oh. like, and his comment was that goes by number five. He's like, what am I supposed to do with this? Play baseball. <laughs> uh, fruit snacks. He goes, that's not candy. <laughs> He's like, why are you giving me fruit snacks? Fruit okay. by a foot? Fruit roll-ups? And this is the one that really got him mad. He's like, tattoos. He's like, those temporary <laughs> tattoos. What, what am I going to do with that? Give me some candy. Don't give me some temporary <laughs> tattoos. That's a pretty solid list. That is a good list. Uh, my four-year-old daughter, she said fruit snacks. Uh, almond Joys. Almond Joys are not welcome in our house. Yeah, apparently. And pe- If you get Almond Joys, save them. I'll take them all. And peanut M&M's. She does not what? like peanut M&M's. Smart girl. Yeah. Uh, my wife, uh, she had six. Oh. She had Almond Joy. <laughs> so all had, of you had Almond Joy on your list. Snickers. She does not like those. That's she don't like American. peanuts. Huh? Nope. She don't like... She's like Jim. Mm-hmm. Uh, candy corn. Uh, fruit snacks. Because <laughs> when, my, when my son's at he's like, yeah, that is true. Uh, Halloween trinket and trinkets. Like those spider te- rings, yeah, the oh, teeth, fake teeth, and the she's end. like, no, no, go out. I don't need you to go to the Dollar General and get me toys, okay? Just give me some candy. And then her one that uh, she said, oh, gets thrown away right away. Anything homemade, get it out. You're done. I don't know who made it. I don't know if you cleaned your hands. I don't know what's going on. Get it out. So there you go. Yeah, you know you don't know that from when you store by it either. <laughs> uh, Brian Hackney, intern Hackney, Hackney had uh, Bitto honey at number five. No, he's wrong there. Raisins. That's nature's candy. Come on. <laughs> lifesavers slash breath savers. Oh, lifesavers are good. Breath savers, though. Well, yeah. Uh, orange slash black taffy things. No, those are good. And, Little bit kiss of peanut butter. <laughs> and this is where he's wrong. And what was number one? Smarties. Smarties are the best. No. The, no. Be- the best non-chocolate candy that you they mean give the best them. non-pez? Well, okay, yeah, the best non-pez. Oh, no, Smarties. I, oh, yeah. I could. I have just eaten pack after pack of Smarties. Yeah. You buy a pack of Smarties, like a big bag of Smarties, and Jeff can finish it in an hour. I believe it. Snort them, too. Uh, Randall Holt. R.J. Holt. Judge to the floppies. Uh, had orange, black, whatever, those old candies. That's Give them to me, then. <laughs> I already did. <laughs> this one I really am not happy with. Dots. I love Dots. Love Dots. They were tasted good, but... They they're just, they got stuck in your teeth. Yeah, by about but, uh, dot number thirty, they really do not taste <laughs> good. And uh, I, I think in the same thing as uh, Juju bees. Dots are better than Juju bees. I like Juju Juju fruit. Juju no Juju bees, the small itty bitty pellet ones. Oh, yeah. Juju and they're really hard. Juicy yeah. fruits are good. Juju fruit. Juju fruit is, is similar to dots. Do they have uh, Juju bees in Israel? Shut up! Wow. <laughs> should, should I edit that out right now? <laughs> No, they'll find that funny in Israel, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> gummy not, burgers. Not in Palestine. What's a gummy burger? I have no it's idea. A bur- it's a gummy? Gummy. It's in the that shape looks of a like burger. a hamburger? It's just 
again, it's a different shaped gummy. Yeah. Pennies. I know not candy, but really? <laughs> and Necco wafers. See? There you the go. proper there number you one. Uh, Besotic Geek, Canadian of the Year. Gum. 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 Oh, I've got gum before. Chicklets. Like uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bubble gum, like bazooka, bazooka Yeah. Uh, generic black orange wrapped candy. Those are good. <laughs> Milk duds. Oh, those are good. I always feel like they get too hard. Like, uh, they, they, again, the things that get stuck in your up teeth. From raisinets. Uh, <laughs> number two, raisinets. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, goobers, Necco wafers. Pez. What? I think someone just lost Canadian of the Year for next year. Well, uh, for next year. I thought we'd take it away from him right now. Change approved. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, Formerly known as. Hey, wait a minute. Do we remember who, who the runner-up was? Because now we have to crown them. I know. Well, I was going to say, it's probably Nickel, but... <laughs> it's it probably Scam Chow. <laughs> yeah, he did get one vote. He did! <laughs> it's it not a geek, you're still in. It was a three-way tie <laughs> for a second. I thought it was two ways. We're going to have to go back and listen well, to that. Scam Jeff just lost runner-up. There's three people tied, so we got to vote for those three people that tied. Heno, Nickel, oh. or Scam Jeff? I vote Heno. Change approved. <laughs> okay, so Heno, if you cannot fulfill your abilities for two months, this is kind of like the Miss America, yeah. where that's right. Uh, there you go. Uh, and also, finally, since the Explorer had Mary Jane's, I think that's weed. <laughs> nah, those are those little chewy candies. They're they're, they're, they're not that good, but uh, crows terrible, which is also called black licorice gumdrops, black licorice shit. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what those are. Candy buttons. You got more paper than candy. No, I agree with him on that one. Circus peanuts. I like circus peanuts. Oh, God. I, I like circus oh, peanuts, too. Oh, the big ugly styrofoam yeah, things? Yeah, you're eating styrofoam. It's delicious. Ooh. And number Ooh. one, Almond Joy slash Mounds. What is your problem with coconut, people? <laughs> Sorry, I want yeah. candy. Here's coconut. Fuck you. <laughs> Toasted coconut is good. <laughs> I said candy. I got coconut. I hate you. I do. I do have a honorable mention. <laughs> I have an honorable mention. Do you guys got any honorable mentions? Go I forgot all my honorable. Uh, anything that requires me to smell feet. What, what, what Halloween trips are you going on? <laughs> what neighborhood did you go in where all your things are putting pops that are laced with uh, rupees, uh, razor blade, chalk covered razor blades, <laughs> making people make you smell their feet? Anyways, we did get a request uh, for our top five next week. Oh, yeah? Was that my church? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Was that my church? <laughs> Number five. This is from my wife. I believe it. <laughs> a top five next week. Okay. Top five costumes, Halloween costumes you had when you were a kid. Uh-oh. <laughs> the same one. Same <laughs> one over every year. <laughs> no. Tip cheap paper shit you buy. <laughs> well, there's your top five. Back when we were in children. Holy shit. How, how about when we were in college? Because I got... <laughs> well, that's fine. Anytime you move to Halloween... How about the, top, top five Halloween costumes that, you, that, you've, yeah. that you've used? You've used. That you've used. Yes, okay. okay. 
So uh, as an yeah. adult, I've done some. Okay, there you go. Because uh, I was going to say, as a kid, they always had those plastic masks yes, that you yeah. rubber banded around your head. You mean yeah. like this Kevin James mask? Like yeah, James Kevin James. No, it's even worse than that. Because they had sharp edges. Sharp edges. And you would breathe in it, and your whole face was full of sweat condensation from your breath. Spittle. You know what the worst part is? I tried to scare kids at uh, my house this year. Kevin James would make an appearance. (laughs) Come watch. Kevin can wait. No! Kevin James next week. All right. Uh, Bad idea of the week. Uh, Necco wafers. I think we've had that already. (laughs) But uh, But we're reinforcing it. Yes. Uh, Give me a number, Jeff. Six. Really? That no. <laughs> well, they call it candy. Two sixty-six. <laughs> Necco wafers. They call it candy, and it's anything but. Bad idea of the week for two is number two sixty-five is mocking any type of candy when Jeff is around. I <laughs> like <laughs> razor blades. Oh, is that coconut razor blades? It's oh. <laughs> not candy. It's coconut. No. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. Titles for the show. Jim, what you got? I got Udahoean. Ooh. <laughs> you I got Y. I actually have Y as well. I have why? Shitty and Plenty. <laughs> we can't <laughs> use it, but. Uh, Suicide 2, Birds of Prey. <laughs> <laughs> and Peeing in the Corner at the Surreal Life House. <laughs> it's a little long. <laughs> Blake, I think. No. Best color man in business. Jeff? Go. I got, I blew my big drag queen wad. You don't want to regret that email to Society Children's Theater now. Pirates of the Caribbean 6, colon, why? <laughs> I got uh, the Greek god Diabetes. <laughs> and uh, chocolate covered razor blades or coconut razor blades. <laughs> God, diabetes. I got. Diabetes. I. I feel whelmed. I feel whelmed. <laughs> I'm whelmed. I'm whelmed. Uh, Andy resisted the Hobie every time. Andy resisted the Hobie. Uh, the decorator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we can name our show after Peter North. <laughs> I'm just talking about decorating the studio, like designing women. Yes, <laughs> decorating for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's good because you kept saying it's good on every candy <laughs> and uh, I meant to put coconut razor blades and I put coconut razor backs <laughs> uh, so I like the coconut razor blades but I also like the decorator but, uh, uh, Jeff likes our top five no matter what <laughs> everything on the top five my vote is for I Blew My Big Drag Queen Wand. No! Because <laughs> that was the best line said all night. <laughs> I enjoy that line, but... I like why. 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 Yeah. Episode 250, why. 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 I don't get it. <laughs> Change approved. Why it is. You've been listening to Hobie!